and we're back, I think, for episode number two of the podcast. Um, so I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it looks like I re- ended up renaming the podcast to the Filet Podcast. I think originally it was just Philly. Um, the reason for that was just off of the fact that uh, there's a lot of podcasts with the word Philly in it. So I was trying to kind of stand out a little bit more. And uh, everything looks pretty good. Um, just want to say hopefully everybody's having a good week. Um, I feel like I'm doing pretty decent this week, but the weekend is almost here, so I can't really wait for that. Um, but yeah, this is the second episode of the podcast. Um, we're going to be doing a little Q&A special podcast just to kind of get the, some interactions going and uh, to hopefully uh, kind of get to know a little bit more about me and kind of the way that I think. Uh, and then, like I said, too, be able to kind of get you guys involved and um, get a little more views that way, I feel like. Um, but before we kind of get into that, I just want to say very quickly, man, thank you to everybody who showed love for the podcast originally. Um, exceeded my expectations for sure. Because um, originally, you know, I think I said in the previous podcast, I think like I was like, oh, I'm going to get two likes and 20 views. Um, so we smashed both of those. I think this podcast is going to test my expectations because I think originally like, you know, you always want to get like hundreds of views on the first ones or things like that. Um, but to be honest with you, it's all about growth. Um, and like I said, last episode was kind of a precursor for wider things to come. So I'm very excited. Um, and like I said, big shout out to everybody, you know, who sent me DMs, um, who liked the, uh, the audio on SoundCloud and the updated one on Spotify. We did get on Spotify. I'm very excited about that. Um, same exact title, everything like that. The Filet podcast, uh, you can go ahead and view that on Spotify now. And then also for iTunes users, for Apple music users, I'm working on it, um, Apple Music has a few more qualifications that are needed to kind of get into that podcasting space over there. Um, but like I said, I'm working on it. Hopefully sometime this month I'm able to get it in. But to be quite honest with you, I'm just kind of focused on getting these episodes out. So the Apple Music thing will come eventually. Um, but yeah, like I was saying before, if you're on SoundCloud, on Spotify, or anything like that, give me a follow. Smash that like button if you're enjoying everything. I didn't really realize, you know, I hear a lot of YouTubers talking about, you know, hitting the like button hitting the thumbs up, all this stuff. But to be quite honest with you, I didn't really think like it really did anything. But apparently, you know, obviously it does. Who would have thunk it? Um, yeah, you know, it allows me to get noticed a little bit more and allows the podcast to become bigger and obviously better as a result, you know, with the more people that were able to get to view this. So um, yeah, once again, before we kind of continue, just want to say thank you to everybody who listened. Thank you for everybody, you know, who hit my line, you know, kind of saying that, it sounded great as well as we got a few critiques and a few suggestions for future episodes, which is, like I said, much appreciated because that was kind of the one thing now I was looking forward, um, looking forward to getting, you know, as a result of dropping the first podcast. I was very nervous. I still am a little bit nervous right now, if you can't tell. But uh, like I said, very excited to get everything going and hopefully uh, we're able to continue this and have a lot of great episodes in the future. But yeah, like I said before, uh, we're going to be doing a Q&A special podcast today. Received uh, some questions on Twitter, um, DMs on Instagram as well. If you don't have my social media, it is plugged in on SoundCloud and on Spotify. It's going to be Phil underscore Farrell, P-H-I-L-L underscore F-E-R-R-E-L-L. Same for Instagram and the same for Twitter. Um, right now, I'm plugging a lot of my stuff on the main uh, Instagram, uh, my main Instagram account. But I think hopefully in a couple of weeks or so when I get more episodes in and get more reps in, I'm going to start probably making a new Instagram account. So that way I'm able to kind of start the marketing um, on there and I don't have to 
bombard people on my main account on my Instagram story or anything like that to kind of get things done. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of the that's the way I see myself with the future of the podcast in the coming weeks would just be kind of getting that done as a part of my big goal. But back onto the podcast, to the topic here, uh, we're all going to be doing a Q&A uh, podcast today. So uh, we're going to start it off hot here. The first question that we received here was, what is your most embarrassing college story? Um, that's a tough one. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I have a a few that are like embarrassing to like a a degree, but um, I think the biggest thing for me is there was um the one that comes to mind is my sophomore year, my second semester of my sophomore year, I took my very first public speaking class, and I wanted to uh, kind of take these classes just because of the fact that I felt as though having a business degree and everything like that. Um, that I wanted to learn how to speak in front of X amount of people so that because you, you kind of figure like you're going to be, you know, giving out presentations and giving out speeches, you know, whenever you kind of are in the office type of format. Um, and it ended up being kind of clutch because over these past couple months um, at my current workplace, I've been giving like speeches and presentations and all that stuff. And I credit these couple of classes that I took at ASU for you know, allow me to kind of get used to that and give me that confidence boost as well that is that is needed. Um, but yeah, so it was literally my very first speech that I gave in this class. And um, it was a persuasive speech, if I remember correctly. And, um, you know, basically the design of it was, you know, you're trying to, you're basically giving like a five minute speech and you're trying to persuade the audience, the students and the teachers and faculty and all that stuff of why your topic of speech should be taken seriously or why um, we should be doing whatever it is that you're talking about in your speech. So to keep it a short story, you know, I was 30, second, 30 seconds into it. I usually opened up with a joke. And so kind of like, you know, get uh, get the little nerves out and everything like that. But this was my very first speech, so I didn't do that. <laughs> so I was nervous as hell. Um, I remember uh, my my legs were shaking. I was like, the note cards in my hand that had like five words on each note card because that was the rule. Um, couldn't read them. Uh, my handwriting was rushed. Um, and then not only that, but when you're shaking, you can't see shit. So um, within 30 seconds of it, um, I miss, I forgot what the the buildup was to it, but I mispronounced a word. And I knew I did. And I was like trying to get everything perfect. And I think that's the one thing. You don't want to be perfectionist because it kind of, it can cause you to do certain things. But uh, yeah, so I mispronounced a word. I was literally like, oh, fuck. And I thought I, for some reason, I, I said that in my head. I didn't think I said that out loud. And then I was like, oh, shit. And, like, I, and I just kept going. I was like, fucking hell. And then I said all those words out loud. <laughs> People were laughing. I was like, uh. And then like my professor looked at me. She was like, she's like, Philip, you got to stop doing that right now. Like, that's your last warning. I was like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> and um she was she started she started getting mad because she was like come on like this is a professional class and i was like whoa chill 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 like just give me a chance to like make this up like i'm sorry i'm not doing this on purpose and she was like you're lucky it's your first one and then so you know i finished the whole um speech and everything and um so before spring break which is basically like kind of halfway through the semester sort of um the professor gave out awards, basically. Um, there was no trophies. Kind of ass. 
So whatever award this was. But you know, she would get out of awards twice a semester. Once before the midway point and then once when the semester finishes. You know, the, the funniest speech, uh, the most interactive speech, the most persuasive speech, all this other stuff. And um, my persuasive speech won the funniest speech of the first part of the semester. And you may be thinking, oh, shit, like, that's cool, right? I mean, it's not cool. You know, <laughs> it's a persuasive, it's a persuasive speech. It's not meant to be funny. And not only that, but like the topic of the speech was Mars exploration. And people were like, that's the funniest speech I ever heard, bro. You're so good. And I was like, <sighs> like, I, <laughs> I was so pressed. Like in my head, I was like, you know, thanks guys. But like in my head, I was like, bro, fuck all of them, man. Are you kidding me? I was like, come on, that's not meant to be funny. Like, I was dead ass. I just messed up. But that's probably like the, I don't know, the most embarrassing college because I was flustered. Like there was very few times in college where I, my face was completely red and that was one of the moments. What's my greatest accomplishment? Not going to jail, for sure. I mean, a lot of people say like college, but like, come on. I did a lot of stupid shit when I was a kid. So not going to jail is probably my, I mean, knock on wood though, but that's, that's probably the the one that uh it's probably the one that I look at. Um next question we have here is does pineapple go on pizza? Absolutely. Um you know, if you asked me this question a year ago, I would have said no. Um and that's probably because of the fact that I only had it a few times and to be honest with you I had a few bad experiences. Um but to be honest with you those pizza chains that I went to were trash. Um but over the last like year or so i've had pineapple pizza like three times and every single time it kind of smacked low-key it's just not my first choice obviously but it's nowhere near my last and with that being said there are people out there that put anchovies on their pizza like dead ass put fish on their pizza and you're tripping balls bro so keep that pineapple on there bro um when are you getting that tesla hopefully by the summer man uh, i think i said this a little bit in the previous podcast um but yeah hopefully by the summer you know i'm able to kind of get that done um, but there's a few there's a few variables that have to occur in order for me to get that. But um, if they don't occur, it is what it is. Um, that Tesla's for sure coming. Why are you so bad at basketball? <laughs> hey, yo, I'm keeping this anonymous, but uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say their name. But uh, all I'm saying is, bro, I would I would cook you like I've done many times previously. I feel like I'm not really that good of a basketball player as is anyway, but I'm definitely not bad. I feel like I'm like the top 50 percentile of basketball players. Like I'm right down the middle. Like I think if you're worse than me, like maybe you're not that great. Like you're you're kind of below average. And I feel like if you're better than me, you're you're above average, in my opinion. But like even my close homies, like I think a lot of my close homies are better than me for sure. Like I they think I'm joking around about it, but I dead ass think that. Um. Speaking of boys, when you determine when someone is one of the boys, is it steps to take or is it all vibes? Um, I don't think there's any steps. I don't think it's like a 12-step program type of thing, you know, with like alcoholism and stuff. I mean, I think for me, it's just, I think it's just purely vibes. Because I think for, for me, I think as I've kind of grown up more, it's not something where you as an individual, you know, I'm 22 years old, if you guys don't already know. But I feel like once you get to that age, you're not really chasing friends. Like... You kind of, like for me, I've already established that group of friends that I want to plan on having for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? And um, for me specifically, I think there's a couple of variables that kind of take place. One 
if I if we're no longer like if we don't really hang out consistently, or if I see you every month or every couple of months or anything like that, and we're able to kind of hang out and take things as if as when we left them, then I think that's already a great sign that you're 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 already like one of the guys, you know, one of the boys. Um, but I've had like I consider people in my friend group to be like my brothers and my sisters, and there's some of them that took me you know, two months to warm up to and two months for me to kind of consider them a homie. And there's some that took two years for me to consider them a homie. Um, so it's purely just vibes and getting to know people more and more. And then once you kind of get to that level, you kind of do develop that, like, I guess, connection. Uh, the next question is, uh, are you listening to any new rappers? Um, there's a few people like that have come to mind recently. Biggest one's probably Pooh Um Shout out Back in Blood, for real. Um. Yeah, he's popping off right now, and I expect him to pop off. You know, um, he's in uh, Gucci's Ten Seventeen label. Um, I first heard of him, I think, last summer, summer of twenty twenty, um, on that Gucci tape that that Ten Seventeen tape that came out. Um, but uh, yeah, no, nah, his voice, his flow, is dope as hell. You know, he's definitely a part of that new age of hip hop that's kind of, kind of overtaking everything. Um, another rapper. Uh, More is pretty sick. Uh, M O R A Y. Um, he came out with a new song, uh, Quicksand, that kind of gained some traction. I think he came out on World Star, if I remember correctly. I just remember seeing it on YouTube trending, and it was really good. Uh, he definitely gives me like Rod Wave vibes. So, uh, if you fuck with Rod Wave, if you know who he is, that's uh, that's probably the comparison that I would give. And then probably the last one. Um, who else? Um, hmm. I would say like somebody like Erica Banks in terms of like the female rap scene um, is super cool. Um, she made that song "Bust It." I'm sure a lot of us know what that song is. Uh, it's, it became like really famous on TikTok. It had like a TikTok challenge with uh, with that song associated with it. But uh, Erica Banks is pretty good too. She has a few good tracks that are out, and she's kind of young and developing as well. So um, she's cool. And also like Baby Keem, someone like Baby Keem. You know, I think he popped off like in I don't know what year it was, 2019, 2020, somewhere in there. So he's not like new, new, um, but I expect him to have a big year as well. Or at least I hope he does because he's really good. All right. Next question we have here is when do you start getting into stocks? So I started getting into stocks like my my late junior year of college. Um, like most college students, I watched Wolf of Wall Street. And... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, Wolf of Wall Street is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, so, you know, I started doing a lot of research on stocks then um, in terms of, like, getting interested in it. I still didn't really know too much, but at ASU, there was actually a couple of, uh, like, stock business clubs, like, investing clubs. So I kind of joined those, and I joined a few subreddits as well. And um, it kind of took off from there. And that's how I kind of started getting my knowledge of it. Um, I didn't start investing into stocks until probably – summer of 2020 so fairly recent um and the reason for that is because i didn't really have a lot of money to invest the one thing i'll tell people is like invest as much money as you like if you like you got to be prepared to lose money in stocks like for example if you got 500 bucks in the bank account and you're like i'm gonna invest 400 dollars because this is a sure thing first off there's no such thing as a sure thing but second off what you need to do is be like okay ask yourself the question before you invest if I lose this 400 bucks, am I going to like, am I going to be able to survive? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, am I going to be able to survive or am I going to be able to, 
be okay with losing that 400. Obviously, you know, you're not going to be okay with losing any amount of money, no matter how rich you are, I feel like. Um, but you have to ask yourself that question, making sure that you're making responsible financial decisions. Um, but the biggest reason why I didn't start investing until maybe a year and a half later was purely off the concept that I didn't have a lot of money. Um, and I feel as though in order for you to make money in stocks, you have to put money in. Like you got to spend money to make money. That's kind of how I feel about shit. Um, you know, you if you put in 10 bucks into whatever stock it is, even if it's a penny stock, like you can't go in there and expect to make that $10 turn into $1,000. You know what I mean? It's happened, but those are definitely one-off scenarios. Like not every every hour does somebody make $1,000 off a $10 investment. Um, so yeah, like I said, I mean, I think it's important to have a lot of money when you're investing in stocks because when you put in a lot of money, you make a lot of money. If you put in a little bit amount of money, you're going to make a little bit amount of money. Or if you make uh, lose a little bit amount of money or lose a lot of money, whichever case you're trying to flip it as. But yeah, that's the biggest reason why it took me a long time to invest because I wanted to save up money and be able to afford to invest and be able to get dubs. We have the next question is uh, the GOAT, Jordan versus LeBron. <laughs> Who's the GOAT between these two? Um, I just want to say this very quickly before I kind of get into this. Um, if those two individuals are not in your top two, like basketball players of all time, you're a weirdo. And I definitely want to, <laughs> I definitely want to like invite you onto the podcast to kind of figure out why you think that way. But LeBron and MJ are, are clearly one and two. No matter if you put Jordan as one, or you put LeBron as one, and the other as two, it don't matter. Um, with that being said, um, that that LeBron Maverick series just ages so terribly to me, bro. Like I think it aged terribly for a lot of people. Um, but like, damn, like that was bad. That was awful. Um. It's so weird because, you know, 6-0 carries a lot of weight. Obviously, Jordan missed a few years just because he wanted to play baseball. Terrible decision by his part. But um, LeBron's going to catch him in every statistical category. Like, he's already, LeBron's on track. LeBron basically passed him in everything already besides rings. Um, and, like, I think Jordan has a, maybe a, one more MVP. I'm not too sure how many Jordan MVPs he has. But, you know, LeBron's been the best player in his NBA Finals every single time he's won. Even a few when he's lost, he's been the best player on the floor. And then not only that, but I mean, like I said before, I mean, LeBron's probably going to finish his career barring a serious injury tomorrow. Like, he's probably going to finish with the most points in NBA history. And there's nobody currently in the league that's going to do that. There's nobody currently in the league right now that is going to do that. So, I mean, off rip, like, once he, I think once he does that, it doesn't matter how many finals losses he has, he's he's goaded for sure. But I kind of beat it around that question, didn't I? But um, yeah, LeBron's goat. Um, next question is, um, so knowing that you're from a town, uh, from a small town in Yuma, what was the move like moving to Phoenix, and what were the key differences of the two cities? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so I moved out of Yuma when I was seventeen. Um, graduated high school. I moved to Arizona. Um, I moved to I moved to Tempe, uh, but in the Phoenix area, uh, purely for school. 
Um, I stayed in the dorms my freshman year of college and everything like that at Arizona State University. And the, the biggest reason why I moved was purely off opportunity originally. Like I felt as though I can, even though it was going to cost more money for sure. And looking back on it, I don't know if it was obviously the wisest decision, but I definitely wouldn't take those years back. But the biggest reason for was opportunity. You know, I felt as though there was more people, more, um, more obviously companies that were looking to hire people like me. Um, and I felt as though I wouldn't have gotten that same opportunities. Like, I don't think I would have the job right now if I stayed in Yuma, obviously. Um, I don't think I would have a lot of the achievements that I've had in the last four years if I never came here. Um, I think the the key difference for me was, like, I've never lived in a big city like this before. Like, I've been to big cities, but I've never lived in a big city. Like, realistically, Yuma was probably the biggest city I've ever lived in today prior to me moving to Phoenix. And that's no knock on Phoenix, by the way. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Like, Phoenix, in terms of population, I think is, like, fifth. I think you're either fifth or sixth. Um, I mean, obviously, you have the Chicago's, the New York's, the L.A.'s. I think Houston has a little more people. And then Phoenix is, like, right there, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'll have to double-check that, but I feel like that's that's the case. You know, and obviously, with more people, it becomes, you know, there's just m more things to see or more people to meet, obviously. And with more people, it means more connections, and more connections means more opportunities. And that was kind of the biggest reason why I moved out here. Um, in terms of adjustment, there really wasn't like a, I guess, a serious adjustment. Like I think the only, the only huge difference was one the sheer size of the Phoenix metro area. Like it has grown over the last four years. So I can't imagine if you lived here for twenty years, you've definitely seen the city grow to like mammoth size. Because like at, to go from the east end of the valley to the west end of the valley at this point probably takes an hour and a half um which is insane and then depending upon traffic too like traffic can get pretty bad here um yeah traffic man traffic is a bitch sometimes for real um but yeah anyways next question hopefully that answers your question man um that's probably the key difference is just the size and I think the people. Um, it is a small adjustment for sure at first, depending upon your situation too. Because when I first moved here, like just to kind of advance off of that, like um, I uh, I didn't really know a lot of people out here. Like like I said, I was just fresh out of high school and everything like that. I had a few people that go to ASU, but none of them were really in like my business, um, a business degree or anything like that. So I was in a separate dorm from everybody. Um. So what that also required me to do was kind of expand my horizons a little bit and kind of get out of that shell that I was in. Um, so I became much more of a people person, like freshman year, because you're kind of meeting people new every single day. Um, people's dorm rooms were open, playing Madden and shit. I would go in there. Madden 17, I was cold as hell. Like I was definitely one of the best in the state for sure. I was whooping everybody's ass. Madden 18 came out though and I was washed. I had one good year, one good year. But yeah, honestly, I, I would recommend the move to everybody. I mean, the only thing is like, obviously it's going to cost a little bit more. Be prepared for that. Be prepared for traffic. Be prepared for the amount of people that are here. But outside of that, I think it's a tremendous opportunity. And I think it's cool, especially if you haven't done it. And like I said before, it doesn't get much bigger than Phoenix. If you're looking for a big city, it doesn't get much bigger than Phoenix. All right. Next question is, if you had uh, to have your son or daughter only play one sport, what sport would it be? 
And for what reasons? Would it be for safety, cost, or traveling? Oh, man. Um, damn. I'd pro you know, I'd probably say basketball. And obviously, that's biased as hell because I love basketball. But I think the biggest reason for that is because, for one, basketball, whether you joke around about it or not, there's there's a whole-ass league. There's a whole-ass WNBA. There's a whole-ass NBA. Um, there's G League teams. There's traveling teams for women here in the United States as well. And basketball is also big in Europe and Asia and all that stuff too. So, like, if you're a woman that's – likes to play basketball if you're a man that likes to play basketball there's opportunities for you all over all over the world and it gives you an opp opportunity to travel as well and it's not very taxing like obviously there's a chance for injury in most pro sports um i definitely probably wouldn't allow my kid to play football i'm gonna keep it a bug just because of the fact that like peewee football can get trashed uh, just purely off injuries concussions all that stuff and i think it's a big reason why you know, football's gotten cut down a little bit in a lot of places too, just because you can't really, you can't really stop those injuries unless you just stop tackling. And it's tackle football, it's NFL, it's college football, all that stuff. Like the big reason for that is the hits. So <laughs> those injuries are, are going to occur. And there, there's been some crazy injuries in a lot of pro sports, but. I'd probably say basketball. Baseball is interesting too, but I would say for the most part, basketball will probably be that pick. Because one, there's a lot of money in basketball. Two, there's a lot of opportunity in basketball. It seems like it's the word of the day right there. And three, it's not – the safety risk for basketball is way lower. Like, you know, the risk of you getting hurt is way lower than in some other sports. But, yeah, opportunity is huge. Payout is huge. Safety is pretty big. But, yeah, that's probably the one sport I would do. Plus, I can cook them, even though I'm not really good at basketball. All right, next question we have here is, how tall are you? I am uh, six foot and two-eighths inches. So six foot and a quarter. Don't you forget it. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> um... All right, so, oh, okay, well, this question's going to piss me off. All right, so, obviously, you being a big Eagles fan, uh, what's your take on Wentz versus Hurts? Do you think they should trade Wentz? I'm so heated. I feel like I should definitely reserve this question for a future podcast, but, you know, I've already asked it, so I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, fuck the Philadelphia Eagles, fuck Howie Roseman. He's, like, the GM, the general manager of the Eagles. Uh, he's handled that situation so poorly. Like, that situation is awful um i hate how it was handled you know carson well i don't get this all of a sudden hate on carson just purely off the fact that like he had a bad year and, and if people tell you otherwise they didn't watch the game of football this year um he had a bad year for sure no doubt um, one of the worst starting qbs in the league this year for sure um with that being said though i mean he has led his team to the playoffs three of the five years he's been in the league. Um, you know, and for practically the first three or the last three years prior to this season, I mean, he was a consensus top 10 QB, and you can't dispute that. In every major statistical category, that man was top 10. QBR, passer rating, uh, touchdown interception ratio. Like, 
everything he did was top 10. You know, he was a mobile QB, everything like that. You know, it sucked because this guy was, this guy's an MVP. He should have been the MVP that year, but he got hurt. And he still threw a touchdown with a torn ACL and a fucked up kneecap. That was, that his kneecap was to the side of his leg. That's how bad it was. And uh, I also don't want to see him traded just because I have his jersey. And I'm always trying to look at it and cry every single time I look at it. But, uh, nah, I mean, yeah. I just I, He's going to get traded. And at this point, you know, I hope we can kind of end this. I hope that he's kind of traded at this point. Uh, and I hope that uh, Howie Roseman gets fired because he's done a, a very shit job in the past couple of years. Um, Jalen Hurts is a very talented quarterback. Do I wish if, – if the Wentz situation could get repaired and the only way that gets repaired is if Howie's gone, Howie can kick rocks. I'd rather keep Carson. I'd rather have two good QBs on a team than one. Um, And I firmly believe, man, you know, Carson faced a lot of adversity the last couple of years, and we're in a COVID-ridden year. He had a new kid. He's probably worried about everything. And not only that, but, you know, they drafted poorly for him. It's kind of like the concept of, like, not to compare. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is better than Carson Wentz, but – I mean, Aaron Rodgers was an MVP quarterback. Green Bay was like, hey, yo, with our first round pick, we're going to pick a QB in Jordan Love. Stupid. Like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? You're in a win-now team. Get him help. Get him players that can win now. Same thing for Carson. Carson is a guy who's led your team to the playoffs three years in a row. Um, with the two of those years, that team was busted. Injuries up the ass. And he still forced that team into the playoffs. And the division this year was not even that good. You know, obviously Dak got hurt and shit. But even when Dak was playing, that Cowboys team was still shit. Um, so, yeah, that that's all I have to say on it. I, I hope Carson stays, but it's leaning towards him leaving. All right, yeah, that looks like we have. That looks like that's about most of the uh, questions that we have here. Uh, the last one here that kind of wrap everything up is just the expectations for the podcast. Now that you released the first one. Um, so I think for this week and next week, I'm going to be doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday releases. Um, so that way it kind of gives me a little bit of time to, um, to work on everything. It's kind of formulated ideas that way it kind of runs, you know, in a better flow. Cause I feel like this one is going to sound much better than the first one. And obviously that should be the expectation because you don't want to get worse from the first one because it's going to go downhill from there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, I want to be able to, one, get on iTunes, get on Apple Music, um, two, start a healthy upload schedule, three, um, once we kind of get everything done with that as well, I want to be able to um, work on getting that Instagram cre account created, and then also get an intro as well. Um, I have a gr pretty good idea for an intro, uh, so I think I'm going to try and record that this weekend. So hopefully by next week, we should have an intro. Don't hold me to that, though, but I hope we should have an intro by then. We should be good. But, um, yeah, that's kind of my expectation for the podcast over the next couple of weeks. In terms of long term, obviously, you know, it's hard to say. Just keep building. Um, I don't think much is really going to change with the podcast long term. Hopefully, we get a few guests on the show. I uh, already have a few ideas lined up. Uh, I've been writing in this, like, little journal thing. This little journal book has, like, all my ideas for the podcast and so what I want to do for the future. Uh, this Friday's. Should be kind of interesting. Um, so we'll kind of see if people are receptive to that or not. Be like the first. I think we're going to do a story time. Um, 
story time podcast, you know, kind of just uh, talking about something or a life situation, I guess, that I guess thousands of people across the country kind of deal with every day. So uh, that one should be interesting. Should be pretty eventful, I think. Um, and yeah, I think it's kind of the one thing that I kind of want to work on is just planning. I think if I can get something planned ahead of time, allows for a healthy podcast, a healthy recording session, and uh, everything should be good on that. But yeah, I think that was all the questions that we had for today. Uh, I think I want to do Q&As probably around once a month or something like that. This one was interesting just because I really wasn't too sure if there was going to be a lot of questions that were asked. I think we had about, I don't know how many we had, probably like 10, 12. Nothing too bad. Um, and then, yeah, like I said before, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, if you guys made it this far, smack that like button for real because it helps. <laughs> I used to think that shit was annoying, but not anymore. I like every video that I like now on YouTube too because that shit does help. Um, and if you're also on Spotify, like I said, um, hit me with that follow button as well. We're trying to get this stuff established, man. You know, we're trying to uh, we're trying we're trying to get stuff done. You know, I, I want to definitely commit to this. Um, and I think me posting it on socials and me telling it on the podcast kind of forces me to to do these things. So hopefully uh, everything runs smooth. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, I gotta go do my taxes, so I'm gonna catch y'all later. Have a great rest of your week. See y'all on Friday.